Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. I am your voice. So to every parent who dreams for their child, and every child who dreams for their future, I say these words to you tonight. I am with you, I will fight for you, and I will win for you. To all Americans tonight, in all of our cities, and in all of our towns, I make this promise. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you, and good night. I love you. Mega, mega, mega. 
happy Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Rory Sodder Show. This is Rory Sodder, your host. So great to be with you. It is. It has been a long, very productive, uh, hectic day in the news. Um, just today, I mean, wow. I mean, just the things that have added up just today. So many things have happened. Um, it anywhere, anywhere from the Trump putting the tariffs on China to Congress release releases the 1.3 trillion page spending bill that they're the 1.3 trillion dollar uh spending bill and it's 2,232 pages and uh it's it's ridiculous it was given last second and you know there's a lot of things um that uh that weren't um that aren't very conservative that are isn't what's on the Trump agenda for instance in this bill, it's it, it's ridiculous. Uh, the only thing that gets close to any sort of border security uh, in this bill is 33 miles of new border fence in Texas, but no wall. That's all that was mentioned about border security. It's 33 miles of a new border fence in Texas. Whatever the fuck that's about. I mean, that's 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 ridiculous. And. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is some sort of joke. I mean, we know President Trump is no is not stupid. You know, we have we have the Democrats celebrating right now with this fucking bill, and this has been driving me crazy all fucking day. Um, but at the same time, I've been jumping up with joy and been is so excited about the China tariffs because that's going to be unbelievably amazing, like never before for our economy. And for our businesses and for our economic growth, like you've never seen before, like our president, no president has ever uh, held China accountable like President Trump is doing right now. This is amazing to watch. This is unbelievable. President Trump is sticking it to him. This is this is this is this is fucking amazing. This is fucking amazing. Um. I want to um, real quick. Uh, I, I got a lot of new listeners uh, this past week. Um, I want to thank all of you. Um, you guys are great. I really appreciate all of you. You guys are amazing. Um, you know, I'm glad I could share my insight with all of you. I'm glad you enjoy my show. It's an honor. Um, yeah, we have um, definitely a lot to uh, a lot to look forward to. Uh, tonight was talking uh, talking points. God, there's so much on the agenda and stuff I, I didn't even get to last episode. Um, real quick, uh, you can to get the best President Trump merchandise and apparel. Visit the Donald J Trump Store dot com. Again, that's the Donald J Trump Store dot com. Also. You can also visit makingchristianitygreatagain.com. Again, that's makingchristianitygreatagain.com. That's a very cool uh, um, apparel and merchandise site that's all President Trump-oriented, like a religious theme. It's pretty unique, very creative. You guys will enjoy it, I'm, I'm sure of it. Um, I want to take a phone call real quick. Looks like somebody's on the line. Let me take it real quick. Hello, you're on the Roy Sauter Show. How are you? Who is this? What's up? What's up, brother? It's Mike, man. How are you? 
Mike, Mike, Mike from New, Mike from New Jersey, Mike Zilla. What's going on, buddy? Bro, how are you, man? Hey, man, I am so pissed with this omnibus bill. I mean, this thing is yeah. a disaster. Did you hear me talking? Did you hear me talking about it? Yes, I did. Let me, uh, let me go. Uh, let me continue it for a second. First of all, yeah. this omnibus bill pushed by, uh, crafted by none other than the disastrous fucking Paul Ryan, the snake. Uh, it funds everything in the Democrat agenda, okay? It funds sanctuary cities. It funds Planned Parenthood. It funds NCIS, the um, background checks for gun control. It funds Obamacare. And guess what? President Trump asked for 20 to $25 billion for the wall. And Paul Ryan gives him the middle finger and gives him $1 billion. And it's not even a wall. It's fucking fencing. This is yeah, and, and did you hear what I said? It was only 33 miles of a new border fence in Texas. That's all that was in the deal. What the fuck does it's that do? Absolute, I mean, shit. It's bullshit. Because, look, look, I say this every show. I say this all the time, man. If we don't get people in there that push Trump's agenda and the MAGA agenda – it's a waste of time because this Congress is a fucking joke. Paul Ryan should be, he should be fired immediately. This guy, liberal, dressed up as a Republican. He is a hack. Oh, yeah, he is. Yep. I mean, hey, Rory, think about this. Think about this. He didn't give President Trump one fucking thing. Okay, he gave him $700 billion for the military, but guess what? Is it really hard to agree on funding our fucking military? Obviously, I want that for our military. But what did President Trump get in his unique agenda? What the fuck did he get? Paul Ryan gave him nothing. And by the way, everyone, you know, there's a lot of people who are frustrated with Trump about this because he said he supports the bill. The only reason he said he supports the bill is because it funds the military big. Donald Trump does not truly support this bill. I guarantee you. And if it keeps getting enough pressure, he will fucking veto it. Well, here's the thing. I'm wondering, you know, everybody close to Trump. Here's my issue here. And I'm going to tell you, and and you, you know, you have an issue with this, obviously, as well, is that people close to Trump, uh, his associates, uh, say he's expected to sign this bill. So here's my first thought. We all know Trump's not fucking stupid. There's right. uh, There has to be, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, they're saying this is coming from like Fox and like conservative sites, uh, uh, people close to Trump saying he's expected to sign this bill. That worries me because the Trump we know would never sign something so stupid. I mean, this is a ridiculous bill, and that's why the Democrats are cheering right now because they're getting so many advantages. I mean, they're getting so many, they're getting so many advantages, and here's the thing. Well, the one thing they don't get is DACA Democrats, so they can't really celebrate that, but they still get some, some pros in, the, in, that, um, in, this, in this new deal. But what the fuck, oh, man? Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, I mean listen, seriously, I mean, where, what, what's going on here? I think, I think, now, again, it's very hard for me, you know, I'm a big Trump guy, you know that. It's very hard for me to attack President Trump on this because, again, yes. Me too. Me I, too. Don't want him, I don't want him to fucking sign this bill. But let's be honest about this. 
Trump fucking vetoes it, and then what? The fucking Congress will fucking pass it again, and then he'll veto it, and then the fucking government will shut, get shut down, and Trump will get all the fucking blame. I think he's in a very fucking bad place. I think he really wants to fucking veto it. But here's the bottom line, man. Your frustration, everyone who's listening, your frustration is not with Donald Trump. He's one fucking man. Your frustration lies with these fucking rhino fucking Republicans. These Nate. people, yes, these people are, are, are backstabbing Trump. They are obstructing him. They are, doing, they are doing everything they can to not push his agenda. So listen, yes, I want Trump to veto it. Again, if he vetoes it, what, is Paul Ryan going to say, oh, okay, Mr. President, I'll take everything out. And then they'll get fucking no votes from the rhinos anyway. So it's a very sticky situation. But I truly believe that the only way we could fix this is we have to put people and replace these hacks, put people that will push our agenda and Trump's agenda. Again, I think if Trump gets enough pressure, he'll say, fuck it, and he'll just veto it. But I, I think it's hard, man, because he's by him fucking self, and he's got virtually, other than the conservative um, caucus, there is nobody that is against this bill. Every Republican is for this fucking bill, except the far conservatives, which we are. So it's like Trump is basically a man on his own. I, 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 it's really tough to attack Trump for this. Yeah, I'll be pissed if he signs it. But look, man, the bottom line is Congress, this Congress is a fucking joke. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, look, look, Rory, look, look. Everything he can do. All right, look. Take a look at everything he can do on his home. With no Congress, what does Trump do? He hits China with fucking tariffs. He fucking withdrew out of TPP. He's renegotiating NAFTA. He, he initiated the travel ban. Virtually everything President Trump can do without Congress, he has done the right thing and he's done it himself but every time it's something with a bill or something you know repealing obamacare these fucking republicans screw it all up and then everybody gets mad at trump that's my only problem with it is i think our focus should be this fucking congress again i don't want him to sign it but i think it's a very tough tough position he's in yeah i know but yeah i, I get it i get it um you know they're you, you, I, and this, mor- this morning, Nancy Pelosi um, was cheering about this whole uh, this bill. So that's never a good sign, you know. Oh no! Listen, listen, listen! I tell you right now, I want Trump to fucking veto this bill whenever. I want him to veto it right me, now. And me, if, me, and if, hey, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I want Trump to veto this fucking bill right now, and I don't care. I don't give a rat's ass if the government shuts down. Too bad. It's shut down. Whatever. I don't want him to sign it. But all I'm saying is this keeps happening with this Congress. If we fucking if American voters wake up and help Trump put the right people in, this won't be happening. We won't have to worry about it. Look, all I can say, man, is if Trump signs this, he's going to get a lot of heat for it and I'll give him heat for it. But until we provide the president of the United States with people that are going to push his agenda, it's going to be pretty fucking hard for him to do everything on his fucking own. That's my only point. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. No, I know what you're saying. No, I know. He has a lot to, he has a lot to carry. Um, again, 
I'm not. I'm not trying to take any. I'm not giving excuses. I'm not saying. I'm not saying if Trump does this, he's doing the right thing. Trump should not sign this bill. He should veto it. Absolutely. I'm just saying yeah, we one, keep going down 100%, this road. One hundred percent. We exactly. We keep going down this road where Trump's in this position because Congress keeps screwing him. Look at the Obamacare repeal. John McCain voted no, so we couldn't repeal Obamacare. Trump can't do everything by himself. If you if you scroll, I mean, if you scroll through this this bill, I mean, it, it gives more money to Planned Parenthood. It enables uh, illegal immigrants. It it does it does certain things that are totally the opposite of what our agenda is supposed is supposed to be at this point. Absolutely, it funds sanctuary cities. This bill yep. is a leftist bill. It's a leftist bill, yep. and President yep. Trump should stay far the fuck away from it and not sign it. But what we have to do, what our job as American patriots who support President Trump is we have to provide him the tools and the, the, uh, the people to push his agenda. That is up to us. You know, we can bitch and moan all the time, but if people get fucking lazy and they don't go out to vote, and, you know, a couple of years from now, Paul Ryan's still the Speaker of the House and Mitch McConnell's still the Senate Majority Leader, we got no one to blame but ourselves. We have to provide the president. We know where his heart is. Rory, look at everything he does that's on his own. Look at his executive orders. Everything he does that he doesn't need Congress, it's a brilliant move, and it, and it works. But every time the Congress is involved, they fuck it all up, and it pisses me the fuck off. Excuse my language. No, I hear you, man. You're, you're, you're preaching to the choir, buddy. I mean, amen. Amen, motherfucker. Amen, man. I, I, you know, I concur with everything you just said. And, you know, it's uh, everybody on the line right now. I got Will Johnson. You there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Uh, do I have Steve Emery? Yeah, Steve's here, Roy. What's going on, my Patriot brother? How you doing, brother? Do I, got, do I have Jordan on the line? What's going on, everybody? Can you all hear me? Yes, yep, we can all hear you. Sounds good. Looking looking forward to uh, tonight. Let's do this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about, definitely. Um, so, as you guys have been listening, um, I'm sure you've been listening in, but, you know, yeah. I, have my, I have my disappointment with this, um, with this bill uh, that's going through tonight uh it's 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 a left-wing disaster uh you guys have probably been uh hearing us i just i can't believe i can't fathom or i I just don't think the president is stupid enough to sign something like this um well yeah i mean can you give us an update i'm sorry can you uh yeah. Can you yeah. give us a recap yeah. on the bill one more time? Because I know you guys are uh, disagreeing with the bill because I don't know what the bill is. So if you would, uh, can you do another recap yeah. on it? Yeah, update us all because since, since we're all just now um, starting to come on in. Oh, I'll gladly update. Thank you. So basically this bill is uh, nothing but a left wing. Uh, it pushes – Paul Ryan crafted this bill, and it pushes the left-wing agenda. Donald Trump asked for 20 to $25 billion, okay, for his border wall. 
Paul Ryan gave him the middle finger and gave him $1.6 billion, and it, it's just fencing, really. And that's all Trump got. And, and, yes, it funded the military, which is a great thing. But that shouldn't be a hard thing to get, okay? But here's what it does. It funds Planned Parenthood. It funds sanctuary cities. It funds the NCIS bill, which is basically gun control. It funds Obamacare. And it, and it, it doesn't push the Trump agenda. So Paul Ryan basically crafted a, this omnibus bill. It's $1.3 trillion, which is the biggest bill other than Obama's trillion-dollar stimulus. And it basically gives Trump nothing and the Democrats everything. I mean, you literally have Nancy Pelosi, you know, jumping up in glee over this bill. So, you know, look, if this Congress, Paul Ryan, he is a disaster and— Right now, it looks like he's working for the Democrats. That's clear. But this bill is terrible. Well, look at his wife, Roy. Look at his liberal lobbyist wife. Look who he's married yep. to. Yep. So yep. Ridiculous uh, bill like that. I'm like, he's made so much progress. He's dealt with so much crap from all all walks of life on the political spectrum. And I'm like, dude, you know better than to sign this. Continue trying to play the Democrats so that he can continue to let let them think that he's going to, you know, further out their agendas when he isn't. Let's just hope he actually is not going to advance any of his agendas or allow them to beat him into submission. Because if that happens, then you'll start to see a lot of people jump off the Trump train. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't signed it yet. Well, well, here's the thing. I keep saying this, and, I, and listen, I'm a big Trump guy. Like, I love the guy, okay? And if, I swear I'm not making excuses for him, okay? Trump should veto this fucking bill. All I am merely saying is look at what Trump has done when he doesn't need Congress, okay? When he can do it himself. Withdrew from TPP, renegotiating NAFTA, cut regulations, travel bans. You know, all this stuff, okay? He pulled out of the, the um, Paris climate uh, deal. But every time... Paris deal. Yeah, every time it has to do something with Congress, Obamacare repeal. John McCain fucked it up. Paul Ryan fucked it up. Every time it has to do with Congress, they ruin everything. So I'm not taking Trump away. Trump should not sign this. And if he does, it's his fault, and he shouldn't, you know, he should be hit for it. All I'm saying is, Every single time this man has to deal with Congress, this Republican-controlled Congress, they leave him nothing. They destroy everything. And, and it's up to us to get these people out and to put in people who are going to push Trump's agenda, not the left. That's all I wanted to say about that because it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it, it totally goes back to what I was saying, like, the other night, though. I mean, like, for people, I mean, like, we have to do more than just vote the guy in, though. We also need to be playing, like, a central role in our own communities at trying to, you know, push his agendas and actually trying to get, you know, pro-Trump, pro-America first, just a simple American nationalist, you know, and, um, you know, get some political representation to actually help make things get great again. You know, I mean, like, he can't, uh, he can't, Trump can't single-handedly do it himself, and a lot of people are just so naive to think that. So, hey, we all need to play a central role in helping things get done. Otherwise, we're not going to get anything done. 
Otherwise, it's but a waste I will, of time. I, I will say, you guys, I will say this, though. You know, at the end of the day, President Trump does have the ultimate decision to make, to veto something or to sign any sort of executive order. He is the boss at the end of the day. He's the because. We, the people, elected him in there. I mean, he may, he makes the ultimate decision if he really wants to. No, 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 Rory, listen. I'm not – listen. I am not taking that away. Donald Trump should veto this bill, and if he doesn't, I will be pissed. I am merely right. saying just look at everything he's done when he doesn't need Congress. He does the – he pushes his agenda. But every time this Congress is involved, it's a fucking shit show. All I'm saying is we have to replace these people. It's up to us. That's all I'm saying. We have to give him the tool. That's all I'm saying. It's it's very sad when you have so many fucking rhinos in Congress uh, that literally, I mean, they represent the left. I mean, it's 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 just a vote for the for a Democrat. It's it's disgusting, and re- very rarely, if ever, do you ever see on the other side. Somebody, you know, vote right. I mean, or, you know, be constantly voting right. I mean, these days it's hardcore left. So, you know, I mean, it's just, it, 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 it really bothers me, you know? Well, well look, man, other than the Freedom Caucus and, you know, Jim Jordan and Mark Meadows and a few others, every single Republican in the House and Senate, other than the Freedom Caucus, is for this bill. I mean, it, 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 it's inexcusable. And yet, Donald Trump is the boss, and he should lay the hammer down and not sign it. So I, I understand that. Okay, I'm not. I'm not putting excuses. I'm just saying we have to fucking get rid of these people. Mitch McConnell and we Paul do. Ryan are deep state rhinos. They're the establishment, man. They well, are. I'll tell you what. You know what? Uh, you know what? Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, John McCain, Lizzie Graham, Nancy Pelosi. Chuck Schumer all have in common. They're all multimillionaires. They did not receive that money through their salary. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah they did. Through... Turned... Yeah, these they people have turned our government. These yeah. deep state establishment rhinos. They have aligned with the globalists. They have aligned with their their foreign lobbyists, and they're all getting rich. And it's not for representing the people. It's rep- representing big pharma. Uh, Chamber of Commerce, we all know what's going on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you hit it on the head. They're very, they're pretty, yeah. The, these people are just very self-serving at the, at the end of the day. And, you know, I mean, just, that's just kind of like how deceptive, you know, they are. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's um, it's one of those things. Um, I mean, look, we'll look, be, maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe it's wishful thinking on my part. That if we didn't have Paul Ryan and we had someone who was Speaker of the House who actually had Donald Trump's back and, you know, wanted his agenda, guess what? We wouldn't be talking about this fucking omnibus bill. We would be talking about a conservative nationalist Make America Great Again bill. But instead, we're filled with all these these establishment acts. So this is going to keep happening. Look, whether Trump vetoes it or not, I want him to fucking veto it. If the government shuts down, shut down. I don't give a shit. Because this is pushing the left's agenda, and I'll be pissed if Trump does it. But this is—if Trump vetoes it, they're just gonna fucking pass it again. Look, the problem's not going to get fixed if you don't get rid of the people that are causing the problem. That's all I'm saying. Exactly, and, and that's why we have to, just like Will's thing says, vote them out. 
right, Will? Both, both them out. out absolutely. Both them out and both MAGA, Trump agenda, loyalists in. I mean, the Kelly Ward campaign called me today and uh, honored me with able to be able to work with the team uh, next week when uh, Kelly Ward and Sebastian Gorka come to Prescott, Arizona. I get to be part of that team. It's going to be amazing, and I get to report back to you, Roy. But it's, it's the Kelly Ward, uh, MAGA, 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 Trump agenda loyalists that we got to get in. It's just a That's lot of right. people are a lot of people are talking. Hey, vote Republican! I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! No, hold on, because we've got uh, out here in Arizona, we've got this Martha McSally, who's another establishment rhino, following the footsteps hey. of John McCain and Jeff Flake. So we got to hey, be careful. Hey, 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 hey! Before, hey, Steve, before you What's before up? you go on, I, I want to say something about Martha McSally real quick before you care before you go on real quick. You know, Martha McSally brought up a really good point the other day. Um, she was talking with President Trump when she mentioned that we build a wall around California and Arizona. Because if you think if you if you think about it, if you think about it, Arizona, in California, the crime rate, the the drug rate, the the poverty rate, the the the, the illegal rate, way worse. I mean, I understand it's bigger, but. Arizona is much safer, much cleaner, much, I mean, there's much less crime. Um, I mean, Phoenix, after all, oh, Phoenix is the fifth. I mean, like, we Phoenix, have Bill, yeah. Phoenix is like the fifth or sixth, fifth or sixth biggest city, fifth or sixth biggest city in the U.S. And you know who she sounds a lot like, Roy? She sounds a lot who? like John McCain when he was campaigning. When he was okay, so here's wall, the thing. everything else. Here's the thing, though. Here's yeah. the thing where I'm getting with this. I get a lot of it is probably talk and she's full of shit, but if she was actually serious and she actually went through with something like that, I would vote for her. But if it was, if it was just all talk, then fuck it. I would not. But I'm, you know, I like Kelly Ward. I really like what her values entail. She's a real deal. She's the real Trump, you know, agenda. You're talking about a Um, wall around my home state. You're, You're talking with someone like Will Johnson on the phone that's fighting for California and Harima Zoo and everybody we got out in California. I was born in Los Angeles. You know, that's not the answer, though. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, and everybody, I'm, I'm a Cali resident here as well. So me, Harim, Will, everyone else, we're at least doing the very best we can, best ability right. to save this. It's bad, though, guys. Come on. It's really fucking bad. Right. It's really bad. And it's in our yeah. Let me say this: if 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 you if we if they are successful, I'm putting a wall. You'll have to you try me? hard to our best ability to make Cali great again. You know. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah we can hear you. Hey, okay. Well, I'm saying if we had an AG, we'd we'd be arresting uh uh, uh what's her name Gib- Gibby uh, Schiff out in Oakland, and we would uh we'd be putting some legal uh papers down on. Uh, Jerry Moonbeam Brown, and, and, and you know what? California can shape up in a matter of five or ten years. It's just a matter oh, of oh, someone going in there and taking care of Jerry Brown and, and these people committing crimes like Gibby uh, Schaaf in Oakland. You know, speaking of, speaking of Gibby, speaking of Gibby Schaaf, uh, a few hours or a few, uh, like a few, like a 24 hours after she uh, made the announcement of uh, harboring illegals. Uh, they were more illegals were caught for crimes in that area for robbery, 
and for other other things. So Charger yeah, with aiding and abetting, and it'll get cleaned up real quick. Exactly. Well, well, we all know that Don, we all know President Trump and the administration um, and Jeff Sessions. They met with um, the the. They met with the, the with California representatives and border border patrol, and they know they're filing a lawsuit against California for uh, not following federal protocol with ICE. Um, and that's and I think that's that's what needs to happen. I mean, if California wants to play by their own fucking rules and their own laws like they're their own country, and like they don't have to abide by uh, federal ruling. What isn't the what isn't how. Uh, America is. It's not. It's not how we do things. It's not. You know, they're gonna. They're gonna yeah, lose. I mean, exactly. See, I, mean, I like, strongly believe I mean, yeah. the Trump administration is gonna win this lawsuit big time. I, I mean, I believe so too. I mean, like everybody. I mean, just about last week. I mean, uh, California literally appointed like its very first illegal immigrant to a bureaucratic yes. position, which is yes, which and, pretty and much now they're getting backlash for it. Power which is pretty much, yeah, a bureaucratic position. And I'm like, you freaking kidding me? I mean, we have, like, the, the, the uh, unemployment rate is, is going up. You have a lot of people who could really use some jobs here. Hell, somebody else, a true American, could have gotten that position, but it had to go to somebody over here who is so-called undocumented. Are you, are you freaking kidding me? Cali, you know, yeah, it's becoming a land of lawlessness, though. And like you said, you know, Rory, I mean, like, any state that really wants to handle immigration matters, they all need to communicate and work with federal entities. You yep. can't just be yep. the governor, governor and just sign a bunch of Senate bills saying that, okay, it's fine for anybody to come in, uh, even if you're illegal or not. It doesn't matter. Come on in. I'm like, that's just not how it freaking works unless you are asking for complete and total anarchy in your state. Hey, you guys! You guys want to hear some sick? You guys want to hear some sick statistics that are absolutely horrifying? You just, it's it's just like it will just give you the chills to even think about it. So, an average of twelve twelve Americans a day are killed by illegal aliens. There's been sixty three thousand Americans killed by illegal aliens since nine eleven. An average of 12 Americans killed a day by illegal aliens, 63,000 Americans killed by illegal aliens since 9-11. I respect your your opinion that, you know, Sessions is filing a lawsuit and all this, Rory, but the fact of the matter is under the Supremacy Clause, they're they're breaking the law. I don't need an AG to file lawsuits. I need an AG to impanel a grand jury and hand down indictments. That's how this gets fixed. This litigation oh, with the with California is going to last years. We need fixed now. Oh, right. hey, 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 Steve, don't get me wrong, man. I absolutely agree that sessions needs to be tougher and there needs to be more stuff thrown out, thrown out there. Uh, and I don't know why he's not doing uh, other things, which he should be doing like looking into several other investigations, like Hillary and like the Oakland mayor and like uh, Podesta. I mean, there's all these things. Eric Holder. I mean, there's all these different things that they need to look into. Loretta Lynch, Loretta look, Lynch look under, Obama. Look, hey, look under the definition of Kamala. And also, I mean, yeah, ask the list Kamala Harris, too. 
Xavier Bacera. Exactly. Let's go exactly. on. Exactly, Xavier. Uh, uh, exactly. But and here, but I, I wonder, you know what I... You of establishment, you get you guys, you guys, you guys, you know what really, what, you know what really I think needs to happen? I really think that if, if President Trump is actually thinking, if, if he actually wants to, uh, a perfect attorney general, like, perfect, uh, he needs to hire Rudy Giuliani from New York. Rudolph Giuliani. Rudy yeah. Giuliani. Yes, yeah. yeah. Rudy, the former. Yes. Rudy Giuliani. America's Rudy, mayor. Man. America's mayor. Put him in. He needs Rudy, to. Man. Like, I, I'm, I establishment. Did, he has been his whole life. Yeah, and I like I I like the Rudy I like Rudy because he's a New Yorker like Trump. I mean, we need that sort of persona. Rudy would go after everyone. He would prosecute the hell out of people. Rudy Rudy Giuliani hates I mean, yeah, Hillary I mean, Clinton. Yeah, he said I mean, he yeah. said if he was Attorney General, he would have indicted Hillary Clinton. So yeah. Rudy is definitely the man for the job. I'm just I, I just don't, you know Sessions is one of the last characters left uh, in the the original administration. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much, yeah. I wonder, you know. I think think Trump uh, didn't, I think Trump keeps giving him chances um, because Uh Jeff Sessions was the first one to endorse Trump. And uh, it was. Yes, he was. Yeah, so I think Trump has, I think Trump has a soft spot for Sessions because, Right. When everybody was against Trump, Jeff Sessions was in Alabama at a rally with Trump. Yep. He was the only one. Yep. So football I, I think, field. That's a fo- the football field, I remember. Yep. So I think, you know, field, people, yeah. if you guys know Trump, you know Trump. Trump is about loyalty. But, you know, yes. if, if, if it keeps being incompetent and not strong enough and recusing himself, at some point Trump's going to cut the cord. But I, I but think it's he not, has a It's soft, not incompetence anymore. It's negligence. It's gone to negligence. I agree. I, I agree. I agree. I just, I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to understand why Trump hasn't got rid of him yet. Because listen, Trump has tweeted about Sessions. He, you can tell he's very angry with him. All I'm saying Mr. is, I, I think. <laughs> hey, Mister Magoo, <laughs> do your fucking job. Mister Magoo. I, I think. Yes, exactly. I, I think Trump clearly has a soft spot for him, and he remembered that Jeff does, Sessions yeah. was the only one who endorsed him. That's all I'm saying. Either way. Sessions has to change his act right now, and eventually, yeah. if he doesn't, Trump will cut the cord. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he will. He I mean, will. That's, he's not gonna, yeah. yeah, that's what needs to happen, man. You know, um, it, it really, it really um, is one of those things that uh, – but, by the way, Renee, are you on the line? Yes. Hello. Hello. Um, hey, Renee. Yeah, but it is. Hey, Mike. Hi, Renee. Hi. How are you? I'm good. It's raining in California, so people don't know how to drive. <laughs> yeah, well, because they're illegal. Illegal. That's because they're all illegal aliens. They shouldn't yeah, be driving. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Renee, do you have any thoughts? Well, I just caught it, uh, the tail end of that, but I mean, you guys know how I feel about Sessions, but I, I do think that Trump needs someone more tough. Um, yeah, I like the idea of having having Rudy in there, but I mean, these people have to get approved by the freaking you know Senate, 
Right. Yeah. You know, they have to True. go through the confirmation, True. and Rudy already has yeah, a confirmation bias. confirmation and Rudy getting a point. Rudy has, but I think, I, I would say, I would say most people respect Rudy. I, I, he's he's pretty reasonable guy. Yeah, until he's a great record. I mean, until I mean like Rudy, you got to give I mean, Rudy's well, just as anti-PC as he Trump. He doesn't so have any enemies. He doesn't player. have any enemies, really. Well, well, well right. Rory, Rory, Rory. Everybody likes Rudy Giuliani until he endorsed Donald Trump for president. Then he was a maniac. <laughs> right, of course. Well, that's everyone. Well, that's what happens to everybody. <laughs> everybody. Exactly. Everybody. He, but he was chanting, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. Now, he can't go after Hillary Clinton if he becomes the AG. Because the Democrats are going to cry foul. Yeah. That's as bad as the Peter Strzok, you know, text messages in a, in a, in a Right, uh, right, right. Oh, no, I hear you. I hear you. No, I, I hear you. Um, what, you know, what, what I'm... As I, if the I, I think, room I think, to talk with conflicts of interest. <laughs> Yes, but I do. I'd like to believe. I'd like to strongly believe, my friends, that uh, Attorney Ge- uh, General Mr. Magoo is working behind closed doors uh, and, and doing the right thing and uh, putting cases together for prosecution. Because if he wants to keep his job and he wants to stay in that position, uh, Trump's not going to tolerate it forever. His bullshit. That, I that's got what off I that train three months ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I, but we, we we do say he is in there longer. He has a soft spot, but Trump will burst eventually and have his last. Uh, he'll have he'll have he'll had enough. He won't be able to tolerate him anymore. I guarantee you, there's like a time I mean, where somebody has had enough. Well, well, that's I mean, Trump what I'm saying. Already, I mean, he's, yeah. He's already been critical of um, Sessions before, though, so if he can be critical of him again, then he would certainly um, do it again, you know? Uh, exactly. I'd be looking forward to that, you know? I, I think, like I said before, I remember, man, in Alabama, when every single Republican was out on CNN and the MSNBC denouncing yeah. Donald Trump and saying he's a racist, far-right maniac, and there was Jeff Sessions with him at uh, in Alabama. Again, I think... Sessions is screwing up royally, but I think Trump has that soft spot for him. But eventually, he will cut that cord and say, "Listen, man, you're not getting the job done." That's what's going to happen. I, I believe. Yeah, I do. I think so too. Um, you guys. So, um, something really good. Well, actually, real quick, um, I want to play a funny clip of, um. No, actually, no. Real quick, before I play this funny clip, I want to play Trump made, uh, you know, a great deal with China today. This is huge. Uh, you know, the first president to hold China accountable, to, to use reciprocal, uh, you know, the word reciprocal, to, to make sure that we are going to be getting fair trade. We are going to be an economic powerhouse. We are not going to be taken advantage of anymore. Um, I want to play this, though, real quick. Here we go. Uh, we'll take you straight to the White House, the President of the United States, announcing new trade tariffs against China. Let's listen in. Well, thank you very much, everybody. This has been long in the making. You've heard many, many 
speeches by me and talks by me and interviews where I talk about unfair trade practices. We've lost, over a fairly short period of time, 60,000 factories in our country, closed, shuttered, gone. Six million jobs, at least, gone. And now they're starting to come back. You see what's happening with Chrysler, with Foxconn, with so many other companies wanting to come back into the United States. But we have one particular problem, and I view them as a friend. I have tremendous respect for President Xi. We have a great relationship. They're helping us a lot in North Korea, and that's China. But we have a trade deficit, depending on the way you calculate, of $504 billion. Now, some people would say it's really $375 billion. Many different ways of looking at it, but any way you look at it, it is the largest deficit of any country in the history of our world. It's out of control. We have a tremendous intellectual property theft situation going on, which likewise is hundreds of billions of dollars. And that's on a yearly basis. I've spoken to the President. I've spoken to representatives of China. We've been dealing with it very seriously. As you know, we're renegotiating NAFTA. We'll see how that turns out. Many countries are calling to negotiate better trade deals because they don't want to have to pay the steel and aluminum tariffs. So we are negotiating with various countries. Mr. Lighthizer, Mr. Ross, uh, we are just starting a negotiation with the European Union because they've really shut out our country to a large extent. They have barriers that they can trade with us, but we can't trade with them. They're very strong barriers. They have very high tariffs. We don't. It's just not fair. NAFTA has been a very bad deal for the United States, but we'll make it better, or we'll have to do something else. The deal we have with South Korea is a very one-sided deal. It's a deal that has to be changed. So we have a lot of things happening, but in particular with China, we're going to be doing a Section 301 trade action. It could be about $60 billion, but that's really just a fraction of what we're talking about. I've been speaking with the highest Chinese representatives, including the President, and I've asked them to reduce the trade deficit immediately by $100 billion. It's a lot. So that would be anywhere from 25 percent, depending on the way you figure, to maybe something even more than that. But we have to do that. The word that I want to use is reciprocal. When they charge 25 percent for a car to go in, and we charge 2% for their car to come into the United States, that's not good. That's how China rebuilt itself. The tremendous money that we've paid since the founding of the World Trade Organization, which has actually been a disaster for us. 
It's been very unfair to us. The arbitrations are very unfair. The judging has been very unfair. And knowingly, we always have a minority, and it's not fair. So we're talking to World Trade. We're talking to NAFTA. We're talking to China. We're talking to European <coughs> Union. And I will say every single one of them wants to negotiate. And I believe that in many cases, maybe all cases, we'll end up negotiating a deal. So we've spoken to China, and we're in the midst of a very large negotiation. We'll see where it takes us. But in the meantime, we're sending a Section 301 action. I'll be signing it right here, right now. I'd like to ask Bob Lighthizer to say a few words about the 301 and where we are in that negotiation. And, uh, we're doing things for this country that should have been done for many, many years. We've had this abuse by many other countries and groups of countries that were put together in order to take advantage of the United States, and we don't want that to happen. We're not going to let that happen. It's probably one of the reasons I was elected, maybe one of the main reasons, but we're not going to let that happen. We have right now an $800 billion trade deficit with the world. So think of that. So let's say we have 500 to 375, but let's say we have 500 with China. We have 800 total with the world. That would mean that China is more than half. So we're going to get it taken care of. And frankly, it's going to make us a much stronger, much richer nation. The word is reciprocal. That's the word I want everyone to remember. We want reciprocal, mirror. Reciprocal. Some people call it a mirror tariff or a mirror tax. Just use the word reciprocal. If they charge us, we charge them the same thing. That's the way it's got to be. That's not the way it is. For many, many years, for many decades, it has not been that way. And I will say, the people we're negotiating with, smilingly, they really agree with us. I really believe they cannot believe they've gotten away with this for so long. I'll talk to Prime Minister Abe of Japan and others. Great guy, friend of mine. And there'll be a little smile on their face. And the smile <laughs> is, I can't believe we've been able to take advantage of the United States for so long. So those days are over. Uh, Ambassador Lighthizer, thank you. So there you have Part of the deal. Let me let me hit this real quick. So go ahead. All of these never Trump Republicans, these morons, these traitors, saying, "Oh my God, there's going to be a trade war." We're all, we have been in a trade war for 20 years, and we have been getting destroyed by China, in particular, and the EU, and Japan, and Vietnam, and Canada. Our steel mills have been crushed, our factories have been abandoned, and our politicians have bowed down to foreign governments while they destroyed the American worker. Finally, we have a president who is fighting back and not surrendering. We have a $600 billion trade deficit, which means they're putting that much more stuff into our country than we're putting into theirs. 
$50 billion that Trump is hitting with tariffs on China is excellent. And this is my point. Notice how President Trump didn't need Congress for this. He did it himself, and he pushed his own agenda. This is, this is the Trump that we know, and when he doesn't exactly. need Congress, this is what he does. But I want to say, they keep saying, oh, my God, we're going to be in a trade war. We've been in a trade war. We just haven't been fighting back, and now we are. That, that, that's the difference. We have a president who is not going to bow down to China and just keep stealing our jobs and shutting down our factories. And, Mike, you're yeah, absolutely like right, man. You're absolutely right, Mike. I mean, what's a part of this really good deal is that, I mean, like, he wants to, you know, impose – he wants to tariff, you know, the steel at 25% and tariff the aluminum at 10%. And all this in conjunction will just incentivize a lot of the big businesses to pretty much come back to the USA. Come back. Just so that the job market can reopen. And so that all the manufacturing companies and factories that USA were will be the number one place to can come back. I mean, because like you said, six million of these jobs just, I don't vanish into thin air, though. But imposing these tar- tariffs, it's just going to incentivize the people to bring their businesses back over shore so that not only the jobs come back. Yeah, it brings everyone to the negotiation table as well. We are not going to be able to handle ourselves. We depend so much on exported goods. Like, yep. like, like he's like Trump has been saying for the last thirty years. Put your learn to take care of yourself and be a part of the America First message. Yeah, and the and you know these tariffs are going to make our economy uh, the number. USA is going to be the number one place. Uh, to do everything. I mean, with the, the, these tariffs are so significant with how much wealth it's going to bring to the United States and how much everything, like you mentioned, um, uh, with the incentives of, of companies wanting to come back here, like, I mean, or companies opening here for the first time like they have been. I mean, there's so many great economic things that are being put out there right now by Trump that all of these businesses, all these businesses are succeeding, they're thriving. It's, it's like never before. Like we've never seen uh, an economy to this uh, uh, level. I mean, this is more powerful but than ever pre- before. Precisely, precisely my point. But, Rory, but R- Rory, remember, with these tariffs that Trump enacted today, he doesn't need Congress, right? He did it himself. This is the real Trump. He wants his own agenda. Right. So that's just, right. you know, a side point that when he doesn't need Congress. And don't forget, look this was does. one of his big campaign promises. This was one of his big campaign promises exactly. that he fulfilled and he's delivered to us. So this is huge. This is a, another and by the promise. Way, by, you know? the way, by the way, every Republican is fucking against him on the tariffs. If Donald Trump had the authority as president to override Congress, and to put funds into the wall, the wall would have been built already. So that's just a side point. When Trump doesn't need Congress, he pushes his own agenda. Right. Right. I think that's very important to, to, to realize, too, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%, man. Um, well, yeah, and a, lot of the, a lot of our politicians are getting extremely wealthy. From the big banks and big farm and every, everyone in foreign countries that are doing extremely well, well, 
lining the pockets of our establishment rhinos in Congress. Uh, these, these, these people are making a lot of money when foreign countries do well, which is why they hate Trump so much, because he's kind of he's kind of putting the brakes on the gravy train. The exactly. Corrupt, yeah. I mean, he's just, I mean, they're just mad just because all these other little foreign powers just won't really be able to have the kind of the political leverage that they've been having over us for a while, such as China, though. So once that political, political, political leverage is just, is just flushed down the drain, of course, foreign leaders are going to get butthurt over it. Too fucking bad. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. this is my point. This is, this is a side point that I bring up once again. Look, every Republican has spoken out against Donald Trump putting tariffs on China's uh, products and other countries. But look, he doesn't care. He does his own agenda when he can. He puts a travel ban out. He cut regulations. You know, everything he can do, he pulled out of TPP. He's renegotiating NASA. He hit China and Canada with $2 billion uh, in fines for illegal trade practices. Everything the man can do by himself, he has pro- he has kept his promises. But once it comes to the Congress, they fuck it all up. And I think that's the most important thing we all need to realize. Yeah, absolutely. And what you're seeing in these tariffs, also, I mean, this is the this is the definition of the art of the deal. Because what it's really doing is it's bringing all these foreign leaders to the negotiation table, the art of the deal, right there in front of us. It's, it's playing out right in front of us, Trump's art of the deal. He's, he's exactly, and no other, president, no other president has done this. No other president has had the balls to say, you know what? No, I'm not going to let China keep hitting us. Look, a $600 billion trade deficit, that means that's how much products we're allowing into our country from theirs, and we're not putting that many into theirs. I mean... We're getting our asses kicked. We have been in a trade war. Trump's not creating a trade war. He's fighting one for the first time. Yeah, that's true. It's absolutely true. But you know Um, what I'm saying? They always say, all all the never-Trumpers, they say, oh, this is going to put us in a trade war. Where the hell have you been? Look at Ohio. There's almost no factories left. That's because we're in a trade war and we haven't been fighting back. Every fucking politician and president has bent over backwards for China and Japan and Vietnam. And all these past past presidents have been out for themselves in their own pocket. And, you know, they're just, they've, they've, it's just lies, 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 you know, with these past presidents. I mean, it's, there's a lot of bullshit that, especially with with, with the Bushes, you know, it's just dirty. Exactly. And notice, what is their solution? So all these Republicans that are against the tariffs have no solution. So they're okay with $600 billion yearly trade deficit. Yes, because it benefits them. They're traitors. Right. That's true. Will, are you there? I'm here. What what do you think, Will? What do you you got? Anything uh, you thought? You know, I'm sitting there listening to everything and listening to everyone talk. Uh, I think, for the most part, you guys are spot on. 
with this whole trade war, this is something Trump is actually making true change in this nation. This is the first time that I can say that a president is actually doing something and I can physically and visibly see the changes that are taking place and they're positive changes. And, and you know, these Ronald Republicans, these Democrats, they're all globalists. They're all part of the same, they're, they're, they're exact, they are the exact same coin. You just flip them over. One is one, one is the other. But Trump, what they don't like is Trump is constantly flipping that coin, and they don't like to be caught around the way they are. That's why they're trying to push all these bills through and trying to get Trump to just sign onto it. And I think we really need to just, I mean, Trump is a smart man. He's already demonstrated that. He's already showed that to all of us. So I think we just kind of need to just, you know, we still have to pray. We just need to have faith in God that he's going to put it on Trump's heart to do the right thing for the Americans. You know, he's a, he's a, he's the first president that I've ever heard say America first. I don't ever yeah. recall even Bush saying it. I don't recall Clinton saying it. Most definitely Obama didn't say it. This is the first president in my lifetime that I've ever heard say America first. And that's exactly what he's doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, you know... Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. We, we really have not. We have not seen that at all, ever. Well, we saw it with, we saw it with Reagan and we saw it with JFK, very patriotic. Uh, Reagan was the victim of attempted murder, and JFK was murdered. So, Great point. Wait, yeah, and what, I know so, um, earlier... Earlier, y'all were talking about someone. Uh, someone mentioned about putting a wall around California and possibly Arizona. You know, for anyone, this is my personal opinion. Anyone who wants to put a wall around California is working for the leftists, these progressive leftists, because that's exactly what they want. They would love there for California go. to be their own, their own entity, and then they, oh, they successfully no. have the, they have successfully divided this nation, even if it's just one state. I know when Obama was in office, and then you had people talking about succeeding in uh, Texas. I didn't like Obama, but even though Texas Texas would have done that, that would have been dividing this nation. You give the Democrats exactly what they want by doing that. So I don't know why – I don't understand why some people even push that thing. There's a reason why, like, Jordan and myself and Harim and and Ben Burkham and there's so many other people here in the state of California – and I forget the, the young lady's name that's on the phone with us, too. She, she's from California. And we are Renee. here fighting for this. For Renee, sorry. So we're here fighting for California because California is still part of America, just like when I was in Oakland. You know, I went to Oakland because Oakland is still part of America. When we start saying that we shouldn't go someplace in America because of certain people are being hateful or being violent or they state claim on it is when we then do. they win. Yeah, then they win. And the left, they win. The left so, has won. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They have won every single time. So we can't sit back and allow them to do that, or at least we need to show them and say, no, well, you can say it all you want, but it's not true. And then they don't like to be reminded that it's not true. You know, that's why when like when I was in Oakland and the guy was one of the guys came up and saying, y'all, y'all not gonna do that here. And I said, well, I have the freedom to do it here because this is still part of America. And they just went on talking about, well, there's consequences. 
So that really, really rubbed me the wrong way because this is America. That's why I'm going to Dearborn, Michigan on April 21st because people say Dearborn is no longer America. Well, I'm going to put my feet on the ground in Dearborn, Michigan just to say, yes, it is still part of America. Hey, and uh, you were, um, Will, you were on Breitbart the other day. You got attacked, right? Tell us the story again. Oh, yeah. So when I was in, so a group of us, jumped on Facebook. I don't even know Jordan. I don't even think Jordan was uh, on there. Um, but anyway, uh, a group of us went on Facebook like three or four days before that this past Sunday. Um, I had put on Facebook, I'm thinking about going to the coffee shop. Would anyone, you know, be willing to join me? And I just put it out there. And a few people say, you know, yeah, I would like to, or if I was there, I would like to go. But for the most part, I really didn't get anybody saying that they would want to, not not there on the on the on the post. But people started sending me private messages saying, Hey, I'll go with you. So then we started coordinating it there and then a lot of people were suggesting by creating a event page, an event page for it, and I said, No, let's not do that because if they see it, then they will they will have fifty, if not a hundred to two hundred people out there being completely violent, not allowing us to do it. So thankfully we didn't do that. Anyways, long story short, I'm sitting out there. We're sitting out there with the flag, our mega, our megaphones, not megaphones, megaphones, you know, and talking, just doing our First Amendment free speech. And then all of a sudden, they uh, someone in the coffee shop had to call this guy. I believe um, I wouldn't be surprised. He's probably a Black Panther. They call him, and then he gets on Facebook Live and calls everybody else that sees his Facebook Live to come down to the coffee shop. When they come down there, as soon as they get down there, uh, he, he comes out, and then some more guys come, and they come out with baseball bats. One of the guys, they see uh, Lindsay, she's holding a flag with the, uh, for the police department and with the police department, and when they do that, he just rips off the flag, rips off the flag, and then the next thing I know, they, uh, he's coming directly towards me. And he's trying to, and he attacks me, and I'm the only black guy out there, so he's physically trying to attack me. Jesus. Yes. That's insane. Yeah, so, yeah, it's completely insane. So they just started attacking me? Was it, how, was it a group, was it like a group of them? Yeah, well, one it was so what it was is the guy I his name I can't remember his name Tariq or Torik or something like Tariq. that. He Tur-ha-ha. yeah, Tur-ha-ha-ha. Tur-ha-ha. yeah. Well, yeah, he decided to call his boys in. As soon as they got there with baseball bats and everything trying to hurt us, he slipped off to the side of the building so he's not there when a confrontation goes down. He makes sure that he's not on camera or anything so no one sees him around when it's happening, and he purposely instigated the fighting. And when he instigated the fighting, his uh, his boy showed up to start fighting with all of us. The guy hits me in the head trying to take my bandana off, and then he gets pepper sprayed by one of the guys that are with us. And he Because he gets pepper sprayed, and when he recovers from that a couple seconds later, then again he comes directly at me to attack me. And I'm the only black male there, and he's attacking me. Jesus. I guess they expect everyone white. I guess they expect white people to do that. 
So he's attacking me because I'm black. It was, yeah, it was, I Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wasn't so, really there for that, but had I known you guys were having it, I would have joined. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. So how long did that last? Did the cop show up and everything? So the, one so, of the things, the first thing I did when I got there and when I was live, the first thing I did, I was telling everyone to please tag the Oakland PD. I was saying tag right. every police department you can think of because I wanted the Oakland right. PD to know that we were there because I knew that right. they were going to come, they were going to be upset that we were there in the first place. And they probably wanted, right. were going to be upset, but me thinking that, you know, I'm just there to talk to people, and if they want to say something mean, that's fine. If they want to tell me I'm number one, I'm that's fine. I can live with that. But, you know, the violence, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, we're just going to talk. But, no, they are so violent. And you know what I come to realize? It's their lack of education. It's their lack of understanding what is actually going on. So because they can't have a simple dialogue and talk about the different things that's going on in the nation, they'd rather just be violent and call hateful racist names. And it shows their ability and their and their, the amount of education that they have. Right. Right. Like he always oh, said, yeah. brother, it's still, I mean, what is it? Liberalism is a mental disorder, as you described it. Oh, that's for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Liberal so, you know yeah, when I was on your broadcast last time, I said I was going to hold another event. And uh, if Jordan is willing, I'd like Jordan to participate with me. So it's going to be it's going to be something else. Oh, yeah. Like, I, can uh, talk like to you, I can talk to you offline about it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, just hit right. me up. Fun. Very fun. Um, you guys live near each other? I forgot who I said it. Probably... Uh, I forgot who said it, but I think it was uh, I think it was Churchill. He said, "When the debate is lost, slander becomes the weapon of the loser." Is that how it went? And, and that's what you're seeing yeah. with the liberal movement now. Nothing but slander hey, because they've already they've already lost the debate on policy. They've lost. So now it's you know. Hey, hey speaking of fights, uh, you know, as you know, Joe Biden. Uh, pedophile Joe, creepy Joe, has crazy been, uh, Joe. you know, go, creepy, creepy Uncle Joe, Joe, weirdo Joe, whatever you want to call him, pedophile Joe. He's been, uh, he <laughs> made, he made a, he made a, th- he made a threat to to Trump, um, you know, and it just, uh, God, just you, you gotta listen to Joe uh, and his voice. He just, uh, and then as you know, President Trump tweeted this morning. And we all know President Trump would put him to sleep in about two in about two seconds. Joe would be on the ground. But now let's oh. let's just hear Joe. Let's hear Joe for a second. When a guy who ended up becoming our national leader said, "I can grab a woman anywhere and she likes it," and then said, <laughs> I, "I made a mis- I didn't make a mistake, but they asked me would I like That's to debate this gentleman." And I said, "No." I said, That's "If we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him." At least he wasn't a goal. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. But then I was told that's just locker room talk. 
Well, I've been in a lot of rock, locker rooms my whole life. I'm a pretty damn good athlete. Any guy who talked that way was usually the fattest, ugliest SOB in the room. Oh, sure. You said much more. You guys are athletes. You know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you Joe know, said You know, by the way, Joe, Joe Biden has the nerve to say that Trump says he can touch any women whenever he wants. First of all, he said they let they let you do that when you're a star. And it's just words. It's words. You, Joe Biden, are on video touching little young girls on their breasts, on their ass, kissing them constantly. So who the hell are you to talk? You would get your ass beat by Donald Trump. You, sir, and are a pedophile. Seconds. Joe Biden is a disgrace. On my Twitter account, I have video of him for about three minutes of this guy just grabbing young women, middle-aged women, and the women are petrified. You're literally doing what you're accusing Trump of. So take your moral lecture and shove it up your ass. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. bro. Yeah, he's, it's, sick. Um, he's sick. He is a sick fuck. How, how dare it. him? How dare him? No, He knows how fucking sick he is. He, he made... Female White White House staffers watch him change. Can you imagine that image? Can you imagine that scene? Yeah, I think I think Biden's been to Epstein Island one too many times. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. Yeah, with Bill. I'll tell you this. So, like he would, like he, he would, he would make his housekeepers come swimming with him naked. Like he would touch little girl. I mean, there, there's a lot of weird shit he's done. Wow. He's a he's a weird fucking dude, man. No, this, and he this grinds guy is a up sick against. Man. He grinds up against married women. He's done it several times on camera. It's no secret. So he's Dude, all I, have a, I have a video of him. Hey, there's a lot the of girl stuff. is not more than 12 years old. Pizzagate's been swept under the rug. Let's go back to Pizzagate one of these days. There's a lot to be talked okay. about. Podesta. About what? Pizzagate. Oh, yeah. The, the, the pedophile ring out of the app. We definitely Absolutely, man. That's that. no joke. That's all real. That's not conspiracy oh, man. Take, theory. Take a look. Child trafficking. Yes. Clintons are involved. Take, That's real. Take Podesta, a look yeah. at Podesta's the Podesta's involved. Take a look at Absolutely. the paintings that the Podesta, the Podesta brothers have in their houses. Take a look at their paintings, and you tell me they're not pedophiles and sick, degenerate freaks. They're sick puppies. They're sick puppies. Luciferians, man. Luciferians. Yeah. They're some Satanists. sick mofos. Satanists. Luciferians is what they are. They go to that pedophilia island, uh, the billionaire, Jeffrey Epstein. Bill Clinton Epstein went island. Yeah, Pedophile Bill Clinton went, went there. Clinton flew on his plane with Jeffrey Epstein. What? Certified sexual predator. Yeah, I said, yeah, but I said Bill Clinton... List. I said Bill Clinton flew on Jeffrey Epstein's plane 20 times, I believe. Yep, and all of Bill Clinton's staff members, too. So, you know, all those dirty fucking Democrats, all, they're all, I mean, it's, they all fucking went over there. I can't believe hey. Joe Biden had the nerve to say that when he is actually on, you know, remember, Donald You know Trump what pisses me the fuck off? I'm, hey, I'm going to go on a rant real quick. You know what pisses me the oh. fuck off? Is the double fucking standard how a Democrat can basically say, I want to beat the shit out of him, 
But let's just say Trump said something like that. The media would crucify him and would classify Trump as a fucking bully. So, but Joe Biden gets a pass. Joe Biden looks like a saint. Joe Biden gets all this media praise. Fuck that shit, man. Do you know how well, well, double well, standard, how dishonest? Joe would go down crying, and the media yeah, went basket. The media went crazy. Yep. CNN, yep. the president threatens former vice president. Wait a minute. Didn't, didn't Joe Biden, wasn't he the one who said he would take him out back and beat the hell out of him? I just can't believe the, the balls on Joe Biden to say that. You know, Donald Trump said words. They're words. Joe Biden is I have on tweet. video. He's on I have actual tweet video right in- doing the things. Yeah, he is. I have the tweet right in front of me. I'm going to read it to everybody. Quote, unquote. This is from Donald Trump today on Twitter. Crazy Joe Biden is trying to act like a tough guy. Actually, he is weak, (laughs) both mentally and physically, and yet he threatens me for the second time with physical assault. He doesn't know me, but he would go down fast and hard, crying all the way. Don't threaten people, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love him, man. I love it. I love it. Counterpuncher. Love it. That's Absolutely. great. That was awesome. That's that my president, you guys. Hey, that's the guy I voted for. And that's, that's the right. guy I'm going to vote again for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and we're all happy that John Bolton is hired today. Bye-bye, McMaster. Get the fuck Bye-bye, out. Bye-bye, McMaster. Fire. I hated McMaster. I knew it was coming, man. I said last week, I knew it. He's a scumbag. He's a crooked scumbag. He's a swamp creature. Yep, leaker. Muslim Brotherhood. I mean, yep, what? Yep, he does. Yeah, but the left the left is going crazy over John Bolton. Yeah, okay. John he was Bolton is great. A, He's so great. It's a fantastic yeah. hire. Couldn't have picked a better yeah, candidate. By- and by the way, John Bolton is a fucking smart guy. So anybody who thinks he's like this crazy, nutty guy, brilliant. John Bolton is brilliant. really fucking smart. Yeah, he's a genius. Trump yes. knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And this pick yes. has pissed the left off, which means it's an only a good thing. This is, you know, uh, this is one of the, I'd say this is one of the, 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 the better, uh, probably the greater picks of that Trump has made. Uh, with Mike Pompeo, I mean, with Pompeo, it's a great week. Mike Pompeo, great week yep. this week. Yeah, by the way, by the way, you know how strong the Trump team got this week. Hey, the Trump team gained incredible strength and wisdom and resolve this week with these picks. Absolutely, yep. man. And by the way, as soon as um, Trump replaced McMaster with John Bolton, I swear to God, yeah. I'm not kidding you. CNN. CNN came out with a report that John Bolton is connected to the Kremlin. Are you fucking kidding me? It never fails, man. Never yeah, fails. I know. It's always some sort of spin. They always got to come up with some false narrative to uh, appease and then please their audience. <laughs> they have got no credibility left. CNN. Yeah. John, Bolton. John Bolton is connected to the Kremlin. Are you fucking kidding me? John Bolton attacked Russia all the time. It, it, it never, you know what? And all the idiots, all the liberal sheep will continue to watch CNN and they'll continue to, you know, believe all this garbage. It's sad. They're useful idiots. 
They're zombies, they're the new bro. Hey, the left are the new useful idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, hey, it's um, John Bolton's mustache has WMDs. Um, what um, Renee, you got any thoughts on this? No, I, I kind of um, I don't know a lot about John Bolton, but I kind of think he's he's a little bit hawkish. He's a little bit hawkish, but McMaster's is a freaking leaker. Yeah, he is. No, I didn't like his body language at all. He wasn't loyal. But see, Bolton Bolton can be seen as hawkish in the past, and that's I understand that. But mm-hmm. I, I promise you, I promise you, President Trump come a neocon, okay? Donald Trump no. is not going to get us into five wars because he hired John no. Bolton. John Bolton is more good than bad, believe me. He, he, Trump, Trump, John Trump, Bolton Trump is, Trump is, is, a bril- is, is smart at strategy. He knows his – he's a brilliant uh, – he knows he's very strategic. He's I, I just he's been in it so long that uh, he just knows the game. He really does. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. He okay. People say he's hawkish and he has said stuff in the past and whatever. But but this notion that Donald Trump is going to hire a neocon and become like this warmonger, it's totally bull. Like Donald Trump is not a neoconservative. He is not going to put us in five wars because he hired a national security advisor. Trust Trump. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, that, that's all. Right, I, right. You know, I, I understand with Iraq, like, Bolton was wrong and everything, but so is everybody else. Um, but I, I think uh, Trump I think Trump made a good pick. I do. I think John Bolton's pretty pretty freaking smart. Well, yeah. when you're dealing with like when you're dealing with McCabe and Sessions and 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 McMasters and and everyone that he's getting rid of, you're dealing with people that were playing for two teams: Team Establishment and Team Trump. What he's doing now, mm-hmm. he's he's organizing a new team. And they're going to be playing for one team, and that's going to be Team Trump only. And this is what that's right. That's how great this week has been. We've got the we've got people that are now going to support one agenda, not two. Not the Rhino agenda, not the establishment agenda, not the New World Order agenda, just the Trump agenda. Period. Exactly. Great no, pick this week. Really excited. It Great is. pick this week. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Hey, guys. I... Go ahead. Oh, I have to take off. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to hear my teriyaki bowl, but um, no, I got I to gotta get home. But it was great to be on the show. You guys are awesome. Mega, mega, mega. Take care. Okay. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know if anybody knows exactly how significant uh, this week was. This was a huge week for the Trump agenda. Uh, I mean, giant. Um, I'm so happy. So excited with this week. So you guys, so a new report came out today. Absolutely. And this is a new report came out today, and this is big. Um, Trump, um, you know, and, and he he wants to go and testify in front of Mueller, and I and he said that today, President Trump. He still continues continues to say that um, his lawyers have kind of uh, have been against it and have advised him not to do it. And one of his lawyers resigned today, I think, due to that reason, because Trump still has the mindset that he wants to 
go testify in front of Mueller and, and have a conversation with Mueller. But, you know, all it takes is one little small thing and Mueller can twist his words around. That's what these snakes fucking do. I think it's a big fucking setup and I think it's a scam and I think it's scary as shit. Now he let that lawyer go because that lawyer was not back and pushing back on Mueller. These new guys he's hiring, they're going to push back on the, the, the whole, the whole makeup of this illegitimate probe to begin with the dossier. He, he needs lawyers that are going to, Push back against Mueller. That's what's going on. That's but, what I heard. But no. But, here, but well, here's I, the thing. Trump. Trump still wants to go in front of Mueller and testify. I don't think that's the best idea. And I don't think any. I, all his lawyers have advised him against it. But President Trump is still saying, as of reports, that he wants to go testify in front of Mueller. Well, I, look. I don't I know. I don't. I, I don't know if he. I, I don't. I don't think he should. But I also think that his other lawyer left because Trump hired a new lawyer who is like a bulldog, man. I forget his name, but like he's like a very, very serious, serious fucking guy. I think Trump is just frustrated, man. I think Trump just wants this fucking investigation over. So I think he's trying to put himself out there. You know, he's innocent. Obviously, we all know there's no collusion. I think he should not speak in front of Mueller because... You know, it could go the you know one one you know wrong sentence. You know, the guy will blow it up. But I, I one I wrong sentence, is, man, could be a really bad. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. All, all it takes is one wrong sentence, and that's what I've been saying. And, and you I know, agree. the words I, can be twisted. I agree. I, I just think he's so fucking fed up with the the Russia investigation. I think he just wants it to end, and I think. He believes if he speaks to Mueller, it'll set the record straight. But I think it's wishful thinking. I just think he's fed the fuck up, man. How come Trump yeah. just uh, talk to Mueller with his lawyers? Would it be a one-on-one between Trump and Mueller, or would it be a one- well, would it be Trump and his lawyers? It better be with his lawyers. I'm not sure if it would be, but it better fucking be. Yeah, so if he's going to be with his lawyers, then he doesn't have to say anything. He can be there, and his lawyers can answer for him. Yeah, but Trump wants to meet with Mueller one-on-one. That's the report that came out today. He wants to te- he wants to go in front of Mueller and testify, which I don't think the so best So who idea. released the report? Who released the report? Washington Examiner, which is a very reliable source. I read it every day. It's very conservative. Okay. Well, you know the Washington yeah, Examiner, on, right? Yeah, they're on the good side, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah. So I, I'm just – I'm concerned, that's all. I just don't think it's the best idea to go uh, – I think his lawyer should just deal with it. And, but I think Trump – but Trump's very persistent on talking to Mueller. I, I don't think it's the best idea. Yeah, because the liberals are they're going to – the Democrats will get anything that he – and then they're going to say this grounds for impeachment. Even yeah, when exactly. it has nothing to do with anything. Even when it has nothing it to do with it, no collusion. And it won't have to there. do with Russia. It'll be something else. It'll be something else. Exactly. It'll be something else. And they'll say this is ground for impeachment. And then they'll blow it up to be something that is not. Same thing like they're trying to do right now with the porn star. His relationship, if he even had a relationship with her in 2006. Now they're trying to some kind of way tied to his presidency, which it has nothing to do with nothing. 
And if he does go talk to Mueller, I, Mueller, I agree with you guys. They will take it and they will twist it and they will use this to try to impeach him when it means yes, nothing. Will. Well, there's always a chance, too, that he's saying that he really is open about talking with Mueller. It could be a ploy. He could have never planned to talk with him in the first place. But this wants the public, you know, to think that he wants to talk to him because he's got nothing to, to hide. Now, I know he doesn't exactly. have anything to hide, but, you know, Trump's a smart man. and He, he does everything for a reason. So I, I trust That's him. You know, he needs to say stuff to make sure that everybody understands. Uh, hey, listen, I'm not scared. I have nothing to hide. Just, just for the, you know what I mean, for the optics. Just for the optics. Um, you know what would be nice? It would be nice if he wouldn't talk to Miller, and then Miller asked him a question, and then Trump would just start talking about Hillary Clinton. That would be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That would be beautiful. Yeah. If he talked to him, say, you know what? He's smart. I understand what you're doing, but He's I want to know what you're doing about Hillary Clinton. That's what I want to know. Exactly. What are you doing about Hillary Clinton? What are you doing about the dossier? What are you doing about this? And then he, and he said, well, I'm asking you about this, blah, blah, blah. He said, okay, that's fine, but let me, let's talk about this right now. You know, if he just continued doing that, Mueller would eventually get frustrated and say, okay, we're done. You're not giving me what I want. Interview yeah, over. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this interview exactly. Is over. Yeah, exactly. because there's nothing there. I can't give you something that I don't have, but you do have this dossier. Why aren't you talking about that? What are you doing about it? There is, a, there is absolutely nothing there, and it's disgusting that Robert Mueller has exactly. wasted so many tax dollars. It, this, exactly. this, it, it's just so unnecessary. And I exactly. think that's what so, the you change what? of lawyers. That's what the change of lawyers is about because they've got exactly. to push back so, you know what, forty-five that million dollars into the Clinton Foundation, the dossier, the the, the money transfers, yeah. the five hundred dollars speaking fees for Bill Clinton. There's a lot of stuff that no, that his lawyers not pushing back on. I think he just wants someone that is going to be a bulldog. Yeah. Uranium yeah. one. It says yeah. Uranium yeah. one. There's a million sense. things. And, you know, as of today, um, you know, the, the um, House uh, Judiciary uh, subpoenas uh, Justice Department for Hillary Clinton's email investigation documents. So they're, um, they're getting more of those, obviously. So that's still continuing. Um, yes, there's uh, did you still guys over re- a million documents that have yet to be received by the Intel Committee uh, regarding yep. Strzok's text messages and stuff. So there's tons yep. of stuff that's still coming down. I mean, and you're still trying to get the documents from Fast and Furious, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you see, the snowball yeah, started rolling. You can't stop it now. It's already started it's rolling gonna, downhill. It's gonna keep. It's gonna right. keep coming. And if you guys, I'm sure you guys all saw, you know, and and as the as the emails, I mean, the email thing obviously is an ongoing thing. There's not much information. It just said that, you know, they have, uh, you know, certain subpoenas. They're going to be getting it within the next month. More more emails from the Hillary Clinton uh, scandal, and we're going to know more information. Well, we'll see. We always hear that, and then it's really nothing. So I really want to. I want fucking something. Um, House Intelligence Committee uh, votes to end Russia investigation today. Did you guys all see that? Man, enough is enough. Real, I mean, really, enough is enough. Really, what do you guys? I mean, the, the fact. I mean, the, the the Democrats just can't let it go. And here, I want to I want to play you guys. Um, 
actually have to wait to play that clip. But I mean, they they don't let the Russia thing go. It, it's all it's always something new. It really is. They can't you know, let it go, you know, man. You know what it's like? It's just like the night when Donald J. Trump. I don't know about you guys, but I stayed up until three thirty in the morning just to make sure that I saw the final results. Even though it was looking yep. like he was going to win at one o'clock, I stayed up until three three p.m. California time just to make just just to watch the final results come through and for him to be president. And they, then they cut over. And I know you all you guys have seen the video where they cut over to the to the Democratic House and all of them in there crying. And then the next the following day, they show all these videos of people crying. How about you need to fix this, reverse this. She's the president. Fix this. The same, and then on MSNBC, Don Lemon, uh, uh, all of them on there crying and carrying on. They're nothing but entitled brats, adults, that's crying, yep. and they're still crying. They're rolling around on the floor, kicking and screaming with their feet, <laughs> and they're saying Hillary's the president, not Trump, and they're still doing it. So they're so bitter and they're so mad. That's why they're still doing this. They want. They don't care what it is. They want to find some kind of reason to impeach yep. him. Some kind of reason. Well, and, and, and you know what? And you guys, and the say, media, just... real quick, real quick, with the media, uh, the liberal media has not been talking barely at all about the 1.5 billion with a B deal uh, Joe Biden's son made with the Bank of China. Ten, you know, this whole story broke yesterday, and this could be one of the biggest scandals of all time, and the liberal media totally ignores it. They'd rather uh, worry about uh, what Trump's dr- uh, having for dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, the Democrats, they, they're completely lawless. They commit crimes, yeah. and they're nor- that's, that's the norm for them. You know, so yeah. they, don't, they don't care what any crimes that a Democrat commits. It's just they want to find something on Donald J. Trump so they can try to remove them. And you know what I was going to say, that the, for some reason the Democrats have it in the back of their mind that if they can remove Donald Trump and then remove Pence, some kind of way that they can move Hillary Clinton in. I mean, they have it in their back of their minds, that very thing, because they said there has to be some kind of way that we can put her in to try to find out <laughs> that the Russia did do this, that he worked right. with Russia to undermine the election, and it's rightfully well, hers. Well, let me. You guys got to hear real quick. Hey, I'm playing you a real, a real quick clip. Adam Sheff. We all hate Adam Sheff. The guy's ridiculous. The guy's oh, out of his please. mind. Okay, please. And he's he's still he's still saying Russia, 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 Russia. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming for all. It's coming for Trump. We have we have proof. The Democrats. We have proof. Here it comes. Uh, oh God. Five, clip five thirteen. Please. We had motions to. Hold Mr. Bannon contempt as well as uh, about a dozen motions to require subpoenas for those who had refused to answer questions, either because they had made claims of illusory privilege or simply made no claim uh, but refused to answer our questions nonetheless. We also moved uh, to issue subpoenas uh, for a wide set of documents. Um, We uh, will continue to press the majority to make uh, the votes on those. Uh, issues public, uh, as well as uh, the discussion and debate that uh, occurred around them. Um, Suffice it to say, though, that the majority was not interested in conducting any further investigation, uh, even when the uh, 
flaws in what we have done so far uh, have been become so apparent over the course of the last week. Um, but our work will go on nonetheless. Uh, we will uh, be submitting minority views. Uh, we will also be conducting additional interviews and obtaining additional documents, and indeed that work has never stopped. Uh, we're very pleased that uh, witnesses have decided to continue to cooperate uh, with our committee even if the majority uh, will not be participating. But uh, a rather sad chapter in our committee's uh, long history. Um, with the uh, ending of the majority's participation in the investigation, uh, that ending taking place in secret session uh, for no reason uh, at all except a desire to avoid uh, the public scrutiny of this decision to curtail uh, an investigation uh, into one of the most serious intrusions uh, into our democracy and our history. All right, you guys, real quick before we before you, I gotta play this, I gotta play this clip real quick. Liberals gone mad. Just hold on one second. Uh, one, two. <laughs> After almost a year and a half now, even Michael Moore is finally sick and tired of the constant coverage of the Russia conspiracy theories on the liberal mainstream media. Here he is at a town hall the other day on inequality in America with his fellow panelists, Pocahontas and Crazy Bernie, where they're talking about poverty <laughs> in America. And Bernie, I didn't see hardly anything in the corporate media about this on any of the networks. Even some of the networks that we watch were, you know, Russia, turn the channel, Russia, 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 Russia. And then I'm not saying it's not now important. You about Stormy Daniels. Yeah, no, no, okay. <laughs> Stormy Daniels and, uh, and Don Jr. and, you know, uh, whoever else, all the shiny keys to distract us. That's what goes on in the media. All the other things that we, they talk about, and we should be seeing this. You know, when Michael Moore is calling out the liberal media for their idiotic circus, you know that people's patience have worn <laughs> Even Crazy Bernie made a good point, because in the last week or two, they seem to have shifted their coverage from 24-7 Russia collusion conspiracy theories over to Stormy Daniels, the flabby floozy who claims to have had an affair with the then-playboy billionaire Donald Trump 12 years ago. At least they're not obsessing <laughs> over this fame horse tweets like they do the president's. Does Stormy Daniels have the president's number? It sure seems that way. The adult film star is tweeting up a storm about her relationship with President Trump, yet the president, who routinely vents on Twitter, has yet to mention her name. That's because the president is a Jedi master when it comes to trolling. And since he knows a thing or two about trolling, he knows that you don't feed the trolls, you idiot. Sarah Seidner is covering this story for us this evening. Sarah, good evening to you. Stormy Daniels is on a tear on social media. What's she saying? <laughs> She is. It's like a grudge match watching her go after the trolls that come after her. Uh, recently, and it's kind of the first time, Don, that we've seen her talk in detail, at least a few, about her relationship with the president. Here's a tweet that she put out. Alleged um, relationship. Uh, just yesterday. She says that technically, I didn't sleep with POTUS 12 years ago. There was no sleeping, hee-hee, and he was just a goofy reality TV star. But I digress. People do care that he lied about it, had me bullied, broke laws to cover it up, etc. And P.S., I'm not going anywhere. The only people who care about this story are the morons who follow the Kardashians and who buy these supermarket gossip tabloids. And then when people come after her, and they do a lot, 
She goes right back at them, someone accusing her of taking money for the 60 Minutes interview that she is going to be doing. Look at poor Don Lemonhead. He's like, when I was in college, I wanted to be a journalist. How did I end up working for CNN? And those are just a few of her tweets. I mean, she goes on and on and on, battling people back and forth who are calling her all sorts of names uh, and, you know, basically coming after her for being a porn star. She's also a, a director, um, and she's, she's not having whore. it. So she is quite uh, a fighter, if you will, if you look just going by her Twitter and from what some of her friends have said. And a smart lady. Again, I say it every night. She grew up in my hometown. She went to a magnet high school, so uh, she ain't no dumb. Smart lady. Thank she's you. not. She's, she's a businesswoman. Yep. Thank you very much, Sarah Seidner. I appreciate that. She went to my high school, so I can verify. She's really smart. Oh, she's not just a porn star. She's a porn director, too. I'm sorry, but there's not much more of a despicable and degrading career than being a porn star. But it's not like CNN's actually following her around to strip clubs where she's performing now as a special guest, right? Uh, now, she performed in front of about 200 people last night, and we did not think, in fact, we were told explicitly she would not be talking to the media. Uh, but after her performance, she had a meet and greet, and it was then that she agreed to an interview. She didn't want to talk about Jesus the litigation. In Christ. fact, she said she had no comment for the president. But she did talk about how this alleged affair with the president is affecting her. I'm sure that this fame whore is regretting every minute of the free advertising that you clowns are giving her every day. Okay, okay, but it's not like they're interviewing other porn stars to get their mindless opinions about this tabloid gossip, right? And friend of Stormy Daniels, and she joins me now. <laughs> hey, Alana, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well, thank you. Don, yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming on. Let me just ask. CNN is now PNN. It's the Porn News Network. I know many are wondering how CNN could possibly stay on the air much longer after having destroyed their once decent, I guess, reputation of being a news network. But when shows like Jerry Springer and Maury Povich have been on the air for over 25 years and continue to air new episodes, you know that there's plenty of morons out there who are willing to watch. If you like what I'm doing on my YouTube channel here, using my laptop in my kitchen, then I hope you'll support me by going to markdice.com. Click the link in the description below to go to my online store and check out some of the cool shirts, like the classic liberalism Find a Care shirt or the new Russian Bot shirt. They're available in multiple different colors. Hell, hey, everybody. So true, so true. That video is so right, so right. Yeah, CNN is either pushing the Russian collusion story or Stormy Daniels. Like they care Daniels. about where Stormy Daniels is fucking shaking her ass at and showing an appearance. <laughs> I mean, come on. And by, and by the way, by the way, the only reason the left and this Adam Schiff, Adam Shithead, the only reason they yeah. keep pushing Russia collusion is because yeah. it is the only way, the only way for them to push the fake propaganda the fake agenda that Donald Trump is not a duly elected president. He yep. is. It didn't change any votes, but this is why they will never stop yep. with the Russian collusion story. Stormy Daniels is just plan B, as if anybody yep. really gives a shit about this whore. Excuse my language. She's a fucking slut, and she's irrelevant. And, but here's the thing. we got to take a call real quick. Um, hold on one second. Um Hello, you're on the Rory Sire Show. Yeah, how y'all doing? Yeah, who's this? Yeah, this is Naj. Hey, Naj, how you doing? What's going on? How can we help you this evening? Why are you calling in? What's going on? 
Well, I'm well. I'm well. Well, just so you know, I'm worse than what a Democrat is. But I'm listening to the show because I like to take in the other side's ideas as well. But uh, salute to you guys. How you doing? Good. And you're well. Thank you. Indeed. Indeed. No. Uh. It, well, if if you guys uh would allow, just on the Russia thing. Uh, any party would try to take advantage of that situation. So that's not surprising. I, I think the question becomes at a certain point, okay, are you actually going to be able to find a smoking gun on collusion or are you just talking about interference by a foreign power, which is what the big boys do? Uh, we try to interfere in China, Russia, you know, whoever, and they try to do the same. So that's kind of par for the course. So eventually this is going to play out where we're going to find either this is just normal every day. Uh, they caught, they caught a, a, a loophole and were able to get in, or we're talking about, you know, massive scale collusion by, a, a you know, an, an, a, an official with a foreign government, which I don't think they'll be able to find. So yeah, mainstream media pumps it out 24 seven. And at a certain point, they kind of devalue uh, the, the Russian story. But, but, this is a huge but, you guys do have to admit it is odd that he won't condemn Putin in a way that he would anybody else who speaks about him in a way that's not, you know, flattering to a degree. Like, the, the fact that he reason why he's doing, on him is a problem. The only, the only reason why he's not condemning Putin is because the liberal media hates it. That's the only reason why he's not doing it. He's a smart wait, man. Wait, wait. He's, not, he's, he's, not, all, he's, he's deliberately, he's deliberately not you know, can, uh, he's deliberately not doing Putin that way because he knows that the Democrats will take that and run with it because they can't stand it. Well, he's, yeah, he's also... I, I, I think there's an argument for that. But he's also, he's also doesn't condemn Putin like people want him to simply because Donald Trump is a strategist and he... Wa- Look, what's the bad thing with having a decent relationship with Putin? They're never going to be our great friends. But why should we why, – it's a good thing that there's, there's dialogue. Obama and Putin, it was a terrible relationship. Putin hated Obama. Look, it's important for Trump to try and keep a civil relationship, and that's what he does. He's a strategist. He's not just going to blow up on Putin every second of every day like the left wants him to do. He, he's trying to make it civil. But look, he just hit, with, he just hit Russia – with sanctions, but nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about that. He just hit them with sanctions. He's tough on them, but he's not going to attack Putin every single day. It, it, there's no benefit from it. Now, now, yeah, like I said, there's an argument for that because his whole strategy, no matter what, politically has been never back down. So him kind of conceding that would be backing down, so I understand that part. But we do have to admit that they they are a problem to a degree when it comes to the global scale as far as them putting pressure on, you know, the U.K. and, and some European powers and them working with China, you know, with the idea of carving up East Asia. So, you know, there are problems there. And, you know, he usually goes in on people just to put it to put it in regular street terms. Like if you say a small thing about him, he usually hits you with the hammer over it over the head. So, you know, you do have to recognize that there is that discrepancy there. You want to know? Hey, let me say something real quick. If it was up to the Democrats, they most definitely 
would have us at war right now with Russia. Can I make a uh, can I make a suggestion? When, when when we're not talking, can we mute our phones because it's hard to hear the other people talk? Indeed. I can hear much. What about now? Hello? Everybody there? Much better. Much better. Go ahead. Okay. Everyone muted well, their phone mute. and no one's talking. I was just saying yeah, when I'm you're not talking, myself. just mute your phone from the back. <laughs> that, I'm, just, I'm just making a suggestion. When people, when you're not talking, just mute your phone and then unmute it when you talk. So that way we can hear everybody clearly. Because there's so much background right. noise we, can, we can't hear. But you know what? Trump is, I think Trump is doing the right thing. And I agree. Trump, Trump needs to make it to where we can have a good relationship with Russia. And there's no need for us to go to war with Russia. Like, like you mentioned earlier, every country meddles in every country's election. Just because they've created memes on Facebook, so what? They're going to, you know what, they're still going to do it. And then if they put, they put sanctions, they're still going to find a way. Just get someone else to do it. I put memes on Facebook all the time talking about how bad the Democrats are. I'm not a Russian. Seriously. Well, <laughs> yes, you are. I, from unmute myself, I, I hate both parties <laughs> equally. So there, there, there's, no, there's no love in my heart for either one. I, I see what they are, and, and, you know, we can talk about process a lot. But we do have to acknowledge there's a certain – the guy's a fucking idiot. I just hung up the phone on him. The guy's a fucking moron. He 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 didn't have any sort of logic or any merit where he was going with anything. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like blah 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 blah. Like shut the fuck up. Seriously. Um, but uh, you know what? What there, there's nothing with Russia. We know that. Um, but what I really what I really want to get to, what I really want to get to is, um, you know, the equality. You know, the Democrats always come out all the time with the bullshit word equality, women's rights, you know, all this stupid shit that... Um, diversity. Yeah, diversity, all that stupid shit that is just ridiculous. I mean, what right doesn't a woman have in this world? Women are doing better than men in many categories. I mean, Democrats still are able to brainwash their sheep after all this time, and they're still talking about women's rights. They're still talking about, uh, you know, gays' rights, equality. I mean, what, what right doesn't a gay man have? What right doesn't a fucking woman have? I mean, this is fucking America. I mean, isn't it a little bit, a little bit ridiculous? Well, well, the feminist movement in this country is, gro- is both yeah. grotesque and vile. Anti-men, yep. yep. And they care about three things, okay? First of all, they hate men, yeah. as we know. But yeah. the three things yeah. they care about, the first one is abortion. Constantly with the abortion. They just love yeah, killing babies, and they want to kill as many as possible. Entitlement. Yep. So, yep, abortion's one. The second one is uh, uh, is women's rights. Oh, we want to get paid the same as a man, but we don't want to work as much, but we want to get paid exactly. the same. And yep. then number three, number three, these fucking left-wing feminists, all they care about is transgenderism and LGBTQIXZVW fucking rights. I'm so sick of the gay rights and transgender. It, 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 it's so yeah. fucking annoying. It's so right. lame. It's so one-dimensional. It's so jaded. It's such a crook. It's such a crooked and 
this, it, it, it's really an over-the-top ideology. Like, they've gone way over the top. You know, they have all the rights in the world, but they, they act like, you know, they're these victims. I mean, they live in fucking America. They have access to everything we have access to. Women are doing better now than ever before, um, and they're still out bitching. I mean, the if you look, it's it's disgusting. It's just there's no merit, like there's no logic. But somehow these liberals still have their sheep, and you know it's it's disgraceful. It is. I'm just so sick of these resist marches, these these um these gay marches, these transgender marches. You guys are not a, perse- a persecuted minority. Like, what the fuck? What, are, what is going on? Everything is everything revolves around abortion and women, LGBTQXWI rights. Like, look, you live in the greatest country on earth. Stop marching. Stop resisting. You people are acting like jackasses. These people are left-wing, anti-American fools. And they're grown, you know, and then they have the liberal men who walk, you know, alongside them like a bunch of pussies. You know, it's, it's like, it's like, it's so sickening. It's just enough. It is. The good news is, is, the good news is, if they keep doing this, if they keep having these women's march and these abortion marches and these gay marches, these anti-Trump resist marches. Trump's not even going to have to fucking campaign in 2020 because middle America is fucking sick of it. People who aren't involved yeah. in politics fucking hate yeah. it. And us on the right despise yeah. it. But, but people yeah. who don't follow politics fucking hate it even more. It's just so, I, it's so annoying. It, it's, it, it, it's all it is. It's, it's just for, it's, all it is, it's just for them to put themselves in a box and classify that they want special treatment, they're entitled, they want to be, uh, you know, more, like, it's so, it's so one-dimensional, it's sad, it's disgraceful. We got one minute left, though, guys. Um, Will, do you have any anything you want to say, Will, any announcements? No, I just want to thank you for having me on, and uh, if you can, anyone wants to join me in Dearborn, Michigan, April 21st, by all means, join me. It's going to be lively. Okay find you. We can find you on social media too. We Will Johnson, uh, Unite America First. Um, and we know uh, Mike, Mike Zolo on Twitter. You can find Mike there. Um, I want to give a shout out. Uh, but thanks guys for coming on. I'm going to let you guys go. Thank thanks, you, guys. Um, but yeah, um, I want to thank all of my listeners um, for watching. You guys have been great. You guys have been phenomenal. Um, it's it's been a great show. Uh, we have we had a lot to talk about. I have some stuff to get to um, that I didn't get to this show that I will next show. Um, visit visit the Donald J Trump Store dot com and visit Making Christianity Great Again dot com. I'm Rory Sodder. God bless.